Every year uh, around this time, uh, one of our admin elders gives a finance update, kind of the one of the things some of you, you know, you, this is your thing, you love it. For many of you, maybe you're wondering, why do we do that on a Sunday? A couple of reasons. One is an independent church. It's one of the main questions people have is kind of where's the accountability and oversight, particularly around finances. And so this is our way of being transparent uh, and hopefully accountable to you for the money that you give. And then also, uh, it's an opportunity for us just to share how we've stewarded what's come through over the course of the year. Uh, we, we do have an open book policy. Chad Almy, who's going to share, is not going to go into a lot of detail. It's not necessarily appropriate um, for Sundays, but it's it's just a, it's like a teaser. And so if you have more questions, we absolutely want you to ask. We, we, we want you to feel comfortable um, that the money that you're giving is going and being used in ways that are honoring to the Lord. So again, uh, Chad's going to share real high level, but that's not intended to be everything. If there's, if there's questions that you have, uh, we'll put you in touch with the guys who can answer that. So Chad, why don't you come on and share? Thanks, David. Um, we'll get through this as quickly as possible. I'm sure after the building campaign stuff, a lot of you have uh, fatigue with me up here in uh, financial PowerPoints. Uh, and if you went to the man camp this weekend, you probably just have uh, general fatigue. Uh, we had uh, a really funny guy. Some of y'all know him. Luke Bentley was our MC, And he posed a question towards the end. He said, what's the difference between man camp and the youth one camp that's also at that FFA Covington campsite? And he said that he figured it out as he was walking through the sleeping barracks, and he said, it's uh, CPAP machines. So, <laughs> uh, so sleep was, was uh, hard-earned this weekend, so we'll, uh, we'll try to get through this quickly. Um, first of all, before we get into the specifics, just headline is uh, the church is super healthy, doing great financially, um, as we've been, been blessed to, to be for a while now. And... I think that's particularly incredible this year when we launched a church and lost uh, a handful of giving families and also wanted to do right both as a church corporately and individually. A lot of folks give to David Scott in the Highlands and then also buying a building and collecting $2.65 million that even with all of that going on, you continue to be faithful and give regularly and tithe and do everything that you've always done. Um, so it really is a credit to... Um, all of your faithfulness and uh, the way you seek the Lord and the way you honor him with your gifts. So big thank you from uh, the staff and the admin team for your faithfulness. But uh, as you can see, so income was mostly flat, uh, down just a little bit. Uh, we think that probably was because of launching Highlands. Uh, and, you know, we did lose a few giving families, which we wanted to do. That's what um, we were hoping would happen. Uh, and then also, you know, because you gave $2.65 million for the church building, things like the one-time Christmas Eve offering was considerably smaller than it usually is. And this income is obviously totally separate from the money that was collected for the building. So we feel like being flat with all that going on was actually a, a, a pretty good year. Um, the next slide. Expenses by year, we, as we do every year, budgeted for expenses to go up. Uh, we added a couple staff positions, and also, as we always do, looked for new opportunities to serve in the community, and that costs money, and so uh, we plan to spend more, and we did spend more. Uh, where those expenses hit, what are we spending that money on? So uh, the biggest increase was also the biggest expense every year, which was the salaries and benefits. As I mentioned, uh, 
you know, we were blessed to be able to add some resources. Uh, we obviously want to make sure that our staff are taken care of. They're, uh, in the admin team's perspective, the most valuable asset that the church has. So we're always going to, uh, I'd, I'd be surprised if that ever isn't our biggest expenditure. Um, next slide. So this one I want to spend a little bit of time on because I think at first blush that can be alarming, showing that we actually ran a deficit in 2019 for the first time ever maybe. But uh, I want to explain that a little bit. So we saved up money for years and years to do two things uh, that we talked about and David had talked about from up front. One, planning a church that had been a prayer for many at this church for a really long time, and we had saved money every year to be able to do that and spend it when the opportunity came, if the opportunity presented itself, and it did this year. So you're seeing there uh, a deficit, but in some ways we should celebrate that because we put ourselves in a position by putting away money and savings that we could actually, in certain years, when there were opportunities to start a church and buy a building, spend more than we took in. And so that's that's all that shows. You know, obviously we're we're still maintaining the budget and making sure we know where the money is being spent, but uh, th that was something this year that's not alarming to us. We knew we were spending more money than we took in because we saved money to do that all these years. Um, this next slide, so that number should probably be cut in half because it, one, doesn't include the $400,000 that's about to go towards the church. So again, more money that we saved up all these years uh, to be able to to spend on a building. Two, some of that money is for designated things that uh, have nothing to do with operating. So things like dwell or giving to missionaries through the Christmas Eve offering, all that is money that is real money that you gave that is going to be spent to glorify God, but that isn't in our general undesignated operating account. But we put all the accounts together just to show the ways you've been faithful and the ways God has blessed us. So I would say when you factor, take those things out, that number's probably cut in half or, or maybe even a little more. So our savings by summer will be much lower than they've been, you know, in five years at least. But again, that's what we wanted. We planned for this so that we could buy this building, and David Scott came along and launched that church, and so we, we view that as a great thing, right? We saved up for a time like this. So hi, it is. We're doing great. Thank you all so much for your faithfulness. Um, that's all I have. We'll bring David back up. Thanks. And again, if y'all have questions, you can see Chad or uh, you can talk to Kim and she can connect you to the other members of our admin team. And for me, um, every year, I kind of wonder how it's going to add up. I just, I don't know. And then last year in particular, we knew that we wanted to launch Highlands and we kind of planned for that. We'd been saving some money so that we could help them launch well in terms of covering some of their salaries and doing some things like that. But the building was completely unexpected. And once that came online and we had to raise so much money in such a short period of time, I really didn't have any idea how the numbers would add up. And uh, this maybe is just a, a bit of a picture of the way the Lord works. So we sent an email to about 40 folks who had pledged to give to the building, but they had not completed their pledge. And we just said, hey, we're just, we're just trying to figure out where you are. You may have, you may be done. You may have given all you're going to give, and that's wonderful. Bless you. Don't reply to this email. We may be mistaken. We may have done, messed up on the accounting. So please let us know so we can fix the fix that, or you may still be planning to give uh, sometime in 2020, and we'd just like to know that as well so we can plan accordingly. So Bo sent that email out again to about 40 folks, and then he got this reply from somebody. He said, I'm sorry, I'm not sure that I pledged. And Bo said, okay, our system showed $2,500 pledged on May 25th. We can remove it if you like. 
And then the guy said, I'm so sorry. I want to fulfill any obligations, but I'm not even sure who this is <laughs> or, or how I would have known about it. When I searched your email, I didn't find anything. I'm so sorry if I'm missing something. Bo was out of the country, so he didn't get the, he sent it when Bo was asleep. So before Bo could reply, he came back and said, I definitely want to keep any commitments I made, even if I don't remember them. Do you have a website for your church or anything like that, just so I can confirm what I'm giving to? And Bo said, sorry, I've been out of the country. Here's our website. We're a church that meets in a storefront in the Marietta Square for the last 12 years. We recently purchased a building that was, and this was a pledge campaign to pay and renovate the build, pay for and renovate the building on Tower Road. And the guy said, thanks, Bo. I'm not sure how I got connected, but it looks like you're all doing a good work, and it looks like I committed. So I want to honor that. Can you please let me know where to make the donation? The guy gave us $2,500. We don't know who he is. I looked everywhere. LinkedIn, Facebook, our database. I was like, friend of a friend. We couldn't figure out. And I, we don't know where he lives. We don't know anything about him. But... And I have no idea how we, I don't know. But to me, again, that's just a picture. The Lord works. You know, y'all are so faithful to give. And sometimes he taps people on the shoulder and they respond. So we really are grateful for the way y'all always give. But last year in particular was outstanding for me. Again, not, there are lots of ways I couldn't see how the math was going to work. Uh, and it did. And it's God's faithful. And again, y'all are so generous. Many of you give sacrificially. I mean, you're, you're, there's something that you're not doing in order to give money to this church, and we're really grateful for that. And again, if you have any questions about how that money is being stewarded, please let us know. We don't want you uh, curious or concerned uh, if there's something that we can do to address those issues. So I'm going to say a prayer, and then Matt's going to lead us uh, back into worship. God, we do recognize that uh, every good gift comes from you. We're so we, we, we honor that, we acknowledge that, and we know that you, that you give through people. It's stirring people's hearts and people responding. And God, I'm so thankful that we're part of a community that is sensitive to you and is willing to give generously and uh, faithfully over time. God, if there's anything we're doing where we're not spending money well, we're not stewarding well, I pray you bring conviction to us uh, as a staff and a leadership team. The places where we're hitting the marks, I pray that you would affirm that. And God, I pray that for 2020, for every dollar that comes in, I pray that we would use it in a way that blesses as many people as possible and that draws glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name, amen.